Well, hello, friends. This is Pastor Frank, and I'm so glad you came by. We have things I would like to share with you. Special time today. I have a special guest with us. His name is Ray. We always have things to talk about. We're old friends, and we're like a couple old guys sitting around with nothing to do. But seriously, uh, we have some important things we'd like to share with you because it's about our own experience. But good things. We're not here to talk about negative things. We're here to talk about good things. The good things that God has done for us to change our lives. You see, I don't think you would really know us very well at all if it was years ago, because years ago we were kind of different people. Uh, we we didn't do the things that we do now, and I don't know how you would feel about our story, but I appreciate your company and I appreciate your listening. And and then you could always get back to us because you could always write to me, and we could talk about things that way. And I could send you some good things to read about. You see, it's all about the gospel, really. It's really all about God's love and His love for us. You see, it's this. God's love changed our lives. And that's what we want to share with you today. Now, Ray, it's good that you're here. I am glad you're here. And I know our radio friends who like to hear us on the air appreciate your being here too, Ray. So I just want to ask you a couple of things so that maybe you could share it with all of us. Now, I've known you for a few years, Ray, and uh, it's been a great friendship. But it wasn't always like this. Where did you originally come from? You don't come from Massachusetts, do you? No, I come from kind of like the central western part of the state of Maine. Okay. I was there for uh, about 22 years of my life, and and then I moved uh, around a little bit, right. and uh, then I ended up in Massachusetts. Yeah. Right. And uh, you were actually living, uh, well, I, I could use this old-fashioned word, you were living in the boondocks once when you were young? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a fact. It yeah. was the boondocks. I think my hometown, where I come from, was 1,900 people. Wow, no kidding. Yep, that's all that was there was 1,900. And we were really kind of like all related to each other. <laughs> Somewhere really or another, the relationship was there. Yeah, that's good. You had good parents. I remember you told me that. Yes, I had the greatest parents in the yeah. world. We one. were poor. We were poor people, but uh, there was a lot of love in my my household. Did you eat off the land a lot? Yes. Uh, that's kind of how we really survived through yeah. uh, through hunting and through a big garden. And we raised a couple of pigs, chickens, rabbits, and mm -hmm. stuff. It really wasn't a farm, yeah. but it was somewhat of a a farm, you know. Was but it, it sort of a lifestyle where you lived? Is it, yes, that, that's that, how just about live. everybody yeah. uh, did the same things. Yeah. It was not uh, unusual. We didn't have an unusual okay. uh, life or something like that. Everybody yeah. was kind of like the same with, uh, way. Were the houses close together? Or? No. no. Uh, well, you, you know, uh, it, it, some places were and some places wasn't. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that that's good. All right, that's an interesting background. All right, so most of your life is is there, I guess. And mm-hmm. but you you met. I know how much in love you were with your wife. You met her when you were very young, and she was very long young. Uh, I don't even think you had other girlfriends, did you? Uh, no, not really. There was girls that, you know, we. my wife and I was married when we were 17 years old. Wow. Uh, but there was girls before that, you know, just teenage. Yeah, kid stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. kid stuff, and that's that's what it was. But Wow. Yeah, Seven, I was 17. very lucky. Uh, yeah. I know now. I didn't know at the time, but uh, God did me a good justice mm. by uh, giving me the woman that I stayed with, and she stayed with me, which yeah. is a minor miracle. Right. That well, she, I, I, I understand, though. You were blessed to have yes, a yeah. wonderful woman who I knew as well, yeah. uh, who's gone to heaven. And I know that's, that's a tough thing when someone loses a spouse, so... It it can be very very uh, disheartening, I guess. I put it that way. It's a trial. It was it was that way with my wife, and now I know it has been. Uh, you had some tough times losing your wife, but since then your your life changed though, and that's that's the point I wanted to get to. I think you lived one way in Maine, and then when you came out this way, your life changed. Or maybe well, tell me about no, it. not exactly. Uh uh-huh. I was about, I really can't remember, but I think I was about 45 years old okay. when I came to the Lord. Oh, okay. And I didn't, we moved, my wife and I moved from Maine to Massachusetts. Yeah. And uh, through the years, probably 15 years after we moved to Massachusetts, right? Uh, she became a Christian. Okay. And I, at that time, didn't want to have anything to do with Christianity. I see. Uh, You know, I was fine with her. I said, you know, you do your thing, uh, (laughs) whatever you you want, but just please don't preach to me. I don't want to hear it. Right. Uh, And she was fine with that, but in the meantime, she had everybody that she knows in church and everything else, praying for me. Yeah, so they wanted they wanted you to become a Christian. That's too. exactly oh, right okay. uh, for me to become a Christian. And one time, we'll just make the story short. But yeah. one time, she heard her back, mm. and she said, "You know, uh, Raymond, you want to take me to to church?" And I said, "Yes, I'll sure I'll take you to church, but." Let's be under the understanding that as soon as your back is better, you're going to go back to driving yourself to church because, mm. you know, I'm just not into that. You're right. <laughs> and she said, that's fine, that's fine, yeah, all yeah. the time. She was yeah. she was wheeling and dealing me. <laughs> that's uh, good, that's good. But then I, I started going to church, and her back, got better and I said oh I'll take you to church and down through the way I just started to say boy there's something more to this than than what I know you know the way that I've been living and stuff like that is just 
it's just not the way that I should be living. Right. Uh, right. And through the years, I became uh, a Christian, and that's that's yeah. kind of like how I became one. <laughs> yeah. Just to interrupt you there for a minute, because I want you to go on. Uh, something about it that's very striking to me is uh, when something like that happens, usually the wife, or you could turn it around, or the husband, get very hard on their spouse. Like, come on, I want you to be a Christian like me. Stop going to church with me and do what I tell you, more or less. That would have turned you off. Yes, it would have. Uh, and I think she knew that because we had been together for 20, 25 years before yeah. we become Christians and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. she knew what what buttons to push to, <laughs> that I wouldn't uh, right. accept, and I the same vice versa, uh, right. you know. Right. Uh, but she she did it in such a way, and hmm. and, and thank you. Right. I mean, yeah. that was yeah. the best thing that ever happened in my life. I know. You've told me that many times, and... Maybe one of these days, if you come back again someday, we could talk about it again because I'd like people to hear your story because it's all about God's love. And the title of this broadcast is God's Love Changes Things. Let me ask you this then. Let's see where you stopped. You got curious about what's going on with your wife's life, and you were getting along well with her. Sometimes you took her to church, she needed a ride. But now what happens, you're beginning to get curious, I think. Yes, I I know that there are people, Pastor, that can give you the date and the time that they became a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that didn't happen for me that way. It was over a period of time that I was a Christian before I really got serious about about. It being a Christian mm. and, you know, uh, accepted the Lord into my heart. Right, right. That was, uh, it was a period of time. I can't give you a date like August 6th, 2000. I, I, I can't yeah. do that. I know some people who become Christians, they remember the day, the month, Absolutely, and the year. yeah. And uh, that's not necessary. You don't have to go that far mm. with, but we, but you know your heart changed. That's, that's the point. Some people call that having a born-again experience. Yeah, I, I think that it, it certainly was, only, it, like I say, it, it took a little while mm. until I got really serious about it. Yeah. And then I just simply said, okay, I'm going to give my life to the Lord. Right. But if someone came along and asked you and said, are you one of those born-again people you would say yes. I'm born. Oh, again. absolutely, positively. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit more. Yeah. Well, uh, I did indeed become a Christian, and I had pastor a hard time, and I'm sure that other people had that too. A hard time, even after being a Christian, that I said. Can the Lord really love a person like me? You really felt that way. You didn't like yourself. I didn't like the way you lived. After I became a Christian and I knew a little bit about the Lord and stuff like that, I knew what he did upon the cross and everything, I said, nobody could love me the way I was. Mm-hmm. But then I, the more that I read the Bible 
And the more that I understood what was going on, that you could have a past life of not being, you know, the best in the world, and still the Lord could love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It took time to really get a get a real grip on this and to to right. understand what was going on in your life. And what really helped me was different passages in the Bible and stuff like that. And uh, the Apostle Paul, kind of like more or less at the toward the end of his life, that he said he was the least of all the saints. That's right. And I said to myself, wow. You realize the Apostle Paul, this great man of God, one of the best Christian men that ever lived, all of a sudden admitted that he was a sinner as well. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And today we're all sinners. That's uh, right. Yeah. But we try to do the best that we can to follow. We still have that human nature with us. That's right. And we are going to sin, but we do have a Lord that understands that. And if we go to him, uh, he will indeed forgive us right. that yes. sin. Yeah. Now, we don't, when I became a Christian, mm. I do not want to sin anymore. I don't want to. Right. But I do. Right. And But I have the Lord to go to in repentance that he will indeed he forgives. Uh, forgive me of that. Now, as Paul said in one of his uh, Bible passages, that does not give me the right to sin. That's right. Because I think that when you come to the Lord and you become a good Christian, that you don't want to do that anymore anyway. That's right. I don't want to sin. It's just that old man in me that just mm -hmm. that it just comes out. I know. I know. I'm glad you put it that way. Every Christian should always remember that we could never have a sense of pride because we're Christians and think that we're wonderful people. It's not that way. We do know that God loved us. He forgave us for our sins when we come to Him. And, and tell him that we want to be a Christian, that we thank God that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. But it doesn't mean we got perfect. But no. our life did change. Your life changed. Yeah. Were there things that you used to do before you became a Christian? That, And you don't have to tell me what they are or were, but mm. you know that there, things have changed. Your lifestyle has changed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't... That that's... That old life, I guess at one time I thought I was had a good life and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, but I would not go back to that for anything. I'm all done with that kind of a life. Oh, uh, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Uh, uh, this is the life, and we have a hope now, and hope is probably a bad word. We have an assurance. That's good. That hey, we're going to have trials and tribulations in this life. But when this life is done, we have eternity with the Lord. It, this is a fantastic gift. It isn't something that I worked for, you worked for, or anything else. It's a gift from God that I have eternity with him. 
And that's the whole point of it all. It's a wonderful gift. And you know where you're going when you leave this earth. And we all have to leave this planet. That's one thing we know for sure. Mm-hmm. Just like we have taxes every year to pay. Yeah. is a time when we know we're going to die here on this earth. But that's only the beginning of a new life. Is that right? Absolutely. That's, that's, I have now, I have absolutely no fear of death whatsoever. But I do have a fear of how I'm going to die. That makes sense. I really, I don't want it to be a lingering death, like if I get cancer or if I get some kind of Alzheimer's where I'm in a bed looking up at a ceiling or something like that. I, but however I do die, I know that it's going to be a righteous way with the Lord. Right, and that's a good point, too, because knowing Christ and having this new wonderful life that God gave you does not mean that being a Christian doesn't mean you you can't get cancer or you no. can't get sick. Or, no, you, we, we're just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we will. Uh, back in the Garden of Eden, the Lord said, if you eat of the fruit of that tree, you will we'll die. die. And we are going to die and we're liable to die very tragically. We're liable to die, you know, have a heart attack and die in our shoes, or we may linger on or whatever. Uh, but after it's over with, right, we got it made. You know, here's, here is a question. Um, bef- before you become a Christian, you don't realize how your life is changing. The point is, the Bible teaches that Adam and Eve sinned against God. And when they sinned, the Bible says, that they would then be aware of the fact that anything they do that God doesn't want them to do is sinful. Uh, am I getting it right? Sounds a little confusing, I think, but I think you know what I mean. No, I don't think that that's confusing because when we were disobedient, and I put we in there mm. in the Garden of Eden, right? Because I have a, a a suspicion that if you put me back in the Garden of Eden, I'd probably do the same stupid thing. I don't know, right? But. Uh, that brought sin into the world because before, uh, you know, Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of that tree, man, that was heaven. It was. Everything was perfect. I mean, Adam never fell down and broke his foot or his wrist or right. whatever. Right. Uh, they didn't get sick. They, they had all the vegetables and stuff like that, fruits of the trees and stuff to eat. Yeah. Uh, everything was fine. And they but had the, consistent fellowship with their God. Boy, can you imagine that, Pastor? I know. It's amazing. Can you just imagine that, yeah. walking down the road with God? I know. And the wow. day's coming. As a Christian, you have that future. Someday, you will we'll do it again. Face to face. Yeah. Now, 
just a, a quick question comes to me, if it fits. Um, when that day comes and you see the Lord, what are you going to do? How is it going to feel? <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm kind of like I have the personality that I don't really bow down to anyone. But when that day comes, you'll yeah. bow down. Oh, yeah. You're going to worship the King of yeah. Kings, right? Yeah. After all, Jesus is King of oh, Kings. Oh, yeah. I'll be on my knees. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So much to thank him for. That's right. Eternal life and knowing him in such a personal way as that. Do, yeah. you, do you get a sense now that you are a believer? There's so many things about it we could talk about. Uh, I know we won't have time to talk about everything, but would you be willing to come back again and we could go over and f- continue with this story? Oh, I would love to. Yeah, uh, that's you know, good. anything that, uh, you know, you and I are very good friends, and right. I don't care if you ask me to go soak my head, I'd go soak it. <laughs> I know, so, you're that kind of a guy, yeah. you're a faithful friend. I can't, I couldn't have a better best friend. Uh, and I thank God for that as well. I'm blessed to know that. Yeah. And uh, we could talk more about this. We've got another five minutes or so left here mm-hmm. where we could share a little bit more. Yeah. This far, this much we do know is that you came to a point after your your beautiful wife became a, a very committed Christian and you could watch her and see her life change and uh, earlier you said that it was okay for her to have all of that, but you didn't want to get involved. But now you were beginning to come around, maybe because you were getting curious. You wanted to know a little bit more about what's going on here. And uh, so she began maybe to say things to you, but then you started to go to church, right? And then it became a regular thing. Is that true? Yes. Well, uh, she was... I Christian probably for about two or three years before I became a Christian. Mm. And I noticed the change because our arguments uh, or anything else was not the same. Uh, we were not, by that time, we were kind of like old married people anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I see the big change in her because some of the things that I would do earlier, she would uh, yap at me about and say, now, why did you do that? It, 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 you know, you don't have to do that. Or something. Mm-hmm. But she would not do that with me after she became a Christian. Plus, she she had a better way about her. Right, uh, right. And I really was... Uh, attracted to that way and then like I say uh, we started going to church and stuff like that and that's kind of how I uh, so I I get the point that your experience and your relationship with your wife has changed for the better that's for sure absolutely yes yeah yeah so there's a peaceful but even before though pastor to be quite honest with you Mm. I had a good, I know that people always say they have good marriages and stuff like that, mm. but I really did. I had a good marriage. I Even before we were Christians and stuff, did we argue? Of course we argued. We argued about money, we argued about the kids and mm. stuff like that. But 
Uh, I really had a very good marriage. There was love between us. I yeah. Know. yeah. And all of that was a gift from God. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But somehow, you know, as we find out in the Bible, that God knows everything about us before and after. So he knew that someday you would become a true believer in him. Mm-hmm. Well, just a little bit of a touch on uh, on this subject. What is it about the message of the cross and Jesus on the cross? What is it? Is that where your life changed, getting to understand that? I believe so. I think that when I look at the cross, I take it very personally. He did that for me. Uh, Of course, the next person says he did it for him and so forth and so on. But it's a very personal thing that he took, well, a a, a wretch like me and died for me. On the cross. So it was his love that changed you. That's what I'm saying. And uh, I I know that you have told this uh, story uh, a few times, too, about you when you was reading about uh, the sheep, Mm. the, the hundred sheep that he left 99 to go get that one sheep. And I think that's what he also did for me. Right, I understand. He grabbed me out of a, you know, out of the, whatever, the pig pen. It's a wonderful thing. Yes, as I shared that about the sheep, the shepherd went out into the wilderness to find the one that was lost. And that's, that's when God spoke to me on the inside and said, you know what? God said, you're the one that's lost. And that turned me around. That's and very personal. Yeah, it is. That's it's very personal. personal. Yeah. And that's what I, when I think of Jesus on the cross or I'm reading about his death and resurrection and stuff like that, he did that for me personally. Of right. course, he didn't do it for me personally. We all know that. He did it for the whole world. John but I take 16. it very personally. Right. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, yeah. that whosoever should believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah. Ray, our time is up, but you're going to come back. I know you have to come back and finish a story, and uh, there'll be people that will wait and look forward to you being here with us again. Friends, be in touch with me. Please write any questions you have or anything you'd like to talk about regarding this. Address your mail to Pastor Frank, P.O. Box 2003, Woburn, Mass., 01. 888. That's P.O. Box 2003, Woburn, W-O-B-U-R-N, Massachusetts, 01888. We sure do look forward to hearing from you.